Welcome to Cinescape Magazine Podcast. Uh, it's not the Cinescape Magazine Podcast. Welcome to the Cinescape Magazine Show, the Superstore Podcast. Redo. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm going to redo this one. Welcome to Cinescape Magazine. It's the Superstore Podcast. This episode is called Integrity Award. Meanwhile... I thought you had started the episode at first, and I, I heard... Um, uh, Tom Sawyer playing by Rush and it just straight up reminded me of something I had just seen where I I've wanted I've wanted to ask you that movie is what made me respect Rush because before that I fucking hated Rush and I still do I don't care for Rush why do you hate Rush it's the guy's voice I can't stand his fucking voice there are certain people that just rub you the wrong way and the lead singer's voice it, it is, know, right? look, so cool. I'll put it out there. I know he can sing better than me, and I won't dispute that. And it tends a but his voice fucking annoys me. I can't stand it. I don't want to hear him, and it ruins the songs for me. There's got to be someone like that for you as well. When you hear them sing, you're just like, no, I can't. No. Why do other people like this guy, but I don't? Or lady or whoever. There is. I'm just trying to think. Also, the lead singer of Megadeth. I can't stand his voice. I fucking hate it. I hate his voice. Dave Mustaine. He sounds like he's trying to be dark and... And and like like he like like he's trying to narrate a horror show, it, it's you know. Trips. That, that's the. That's what he sounds I'm like when he sings. Probably not eligible. <laughs> the more of you I see reflect. <laughs> the more of me I do <laughs> it. It just bugs the fuck out of me. I could never get into him. Like, thank God, James Hetfield came in and took over. Interested when you thought Sandra was dating Jeff. <laughs> yeah, just it's funny that you say that because James Hetfield said this, almost the same thing. Did he? Yeah. They have plates. That's funny. There. He's like. He's like, uh, he, so he's Jeff's kind of a big wig, huh? Sounds like Grover. Almost somewhere. sounds like Grover. <laughs> All right. for his haircuts. Um, that's awesome. Uh, anyway, you know, I put in six. I can't stand roach problem. Uh, maybe Jeff could help grease the wheels. What is it? Um, talk to Jeff. Like, I love the music, but I can't deal with. It, it, well, screamo for one thing. I can't. I can't stand screamo. But I'm all. What do you want to have um, dinner? He's like Mateo. I'm upset. For lack of a better term, death metal, and it's not no. death metal. It's so like Cannibal metal. Corpse, the guttural shit. Yeah, the guttural bullshit. I never understood that. There's a band out there that does both guttural and high pitched vocals what yeah and it's and it's it's awful but the music is tremendous those guys are so goddamn talented like i get cannibal corpse cannibal corpse is on a different level those guys have been doing it forever they were like they were essentially the inventors of the guttural type Okay. Music. Yeah. So I, I give them a cut. Not because of them being in... Because they were... I mean, they were in Ace Ventura. And you're watching Ace Ventura and you're like, God damn, that's a cool song. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you got but, it. And those guys can sing. I've heard I've heard them do it. But... Hitting the road. There are regular... I'm just trying to think here. Um... I've heard some death metal, and yeah, you're right, dude. I've heard it where I like the music, 
but once they start singing, that they just that. Yeah, I'm out. Makes me turn turn the 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 channel. It just sounds like to me. It sounds like they're trying too hard to sound different. <laughs> they're not trying hard. That's just the way they want to do it, and it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, it has nothing to do with trying hard. Well, they, that's what they like. So, yeah. you know, more power to them. It's just not us. Yeah. Middle name's Philip. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't need him. To, I don't need, want him to be taken out to a field and shot or anything. I just, it's just not for me. Take a picture, laugh longer. There's a professional singer out there, and I can't remember her name. Was that Jeff? When she sings, she does. She yeah. goes, ah, you know, Shakira. No. She's on the level of no, Barbara no, Streisand. <laughs> sending somebody. And, and Celine Dion, or he's yeah. obsessed with me. No. Oh, well, kind of, but voice. no. All up in you. I can lend you. They're very helpful. <laughs> um, For example. <clears throat> I don't think you're ever going to get it. No, no. Grandma's alive! No, that's not sounding right either. I'll find it. It's just... But it's a warbly sound when she sings, and she does these long notes. She goes, And I'm just like, God damn. I don't want to hear it. Some soul singers sound like that to me, and I can't stand it when they're... It's just too much caterwauling. So who are you nominating? What? Me? No. Sandra, that's so... <laughs> that is so out of left field. Watch out, watch out. Move, move. Coming through, coming through. What's going on? Found this dog outside stuck in the snow. Oh my God, is he okay? Yeah, he's going to be fine. I just need to warm him up quick. Hey, Tim, go grab one of those dog baths, bring it to the men's room. Heather, grab some hair dryer. I find it hilarious that, like, just to show that the dog has come in from the outside, they have the snow on it. When you know in real life, you, you already would have wiped the snow off the dog's head. Yeah. Well, it's also a ploy for him to do nothing. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't think you're allowed to race. Hey, I found out what happened to Olivia Dukakis. So excited to meet the parents. She showed up in this movie. Trying to decide if I should ask my questions in chronological this order candy from man? birth. Or no, I don't know what the hell. It, it, this, you can tell this was made in the 2000s. So sweet. So dumb. Do you actually think I'd bring you along if my parents were here? They're in the new place. We're just getting boxes. Yeah, I'm watching the goddamn moving episode again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> goddamn. Princess, we're Man. a little biased. A little? Hi, I'm Jonah, and I have a lot of questions. I don't care, Jonah. This is, yeah, the episode where the mom's like, oh, I'll make enchiladas. Like, what the fuck? You're supposed to be moving. Who has time to make enchiladas? She doesn't. Stay in your lane. I'm too impatient to make enchiladas. I just am. I have all the ingredients at home to make enchiladas with chicken enchiladas, and I, I just, nope. and a banana. I keep it simple. What else do I need? Well, I don't know. Maybe your heart medicine so that your body doesn't reject your new valve. Yep. That actor, I always re- who plays her dad, I always remember him more than anything else. No, 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 no. From this is where I need Escape. Um, I mean, I was born in East L.A. with uh, Cheech, where he's in jail, Mexican jail, and the guys, the guys in there, he's and he's like blackmailing him. He's got like the fake uh, silver teeth and stuff. He's all, "Come on, man, let me out. I'll give you anything I want." And he goes, "Anything that I want." Anyway, good for you for finding him. You probably saved his life. I'm a fan of East L.A. Saw that coming. I, I haven't seen that movie in ages. I love that movie. You Do you know that there is a TV cut where there is like 15 to 20 minutes of deleted scenes that are in it that add on to the end of the film that are not in the theatrical? Oh, 
And it's just weird. It changes the tone of the film. And actually, I like it. It adds a little more heart to the movie. And they sh- I don't know why they cut it out theatrical, but put it into the, the edited for television version. It's weird. So in the edited for television version... With the extra deleted scenes added in, Jan Michael Vincent's character, who's part of La Migra, he is in more of it, and he's he intentionally is trying to get Cheech Marin's character like he's got a hard on for him for some reason. You don't really see it in the the theatrical version. He just busts him one time and says, "Where's your green card?" Right. But in this one, when they escape and they sneak back into L.A., the movie goes on for like another 15, 20 minutes, where Jan Michael Vincent's character is like, "I gotta get him," and so they start, you know, so he's hiding with the girl and it shows why they get married in the parade float at the end of the movie is because they're hiding from this guy and he's she's like the only way I can you know won't go back to you know go to jail and all this stuff and get you know um, not demoted deported <laughs> I guess it's the same thing we get deported back to Mexico so they get married so that's why at the end of the movie when you see them in the parade float waving and he's all I was born in Italy that's why it shows that at the end of the movie. So it's just weird because most of the time you don't see that because it, cause those kind of movies, when they're edited for television, they're already cutting out a bunch of shit. So to see them add a bunch of shit is just odd. But Born in East is one of them. It'd be cool if they came out with the director's cut, but it's not a big deal. I mean, it's not a movie I watch all the time. I think I watch Born in East LA like once every four or five years. I've got it on a DVD. They're celebrities. But it's a funny movie, yeah. dude. Daniel yeah. Stern is Not great that. in it. I knew you'd appreciate them. Yeah. <laughs> Pick your favorite one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. I, it's I, a I, weird I selection one. of people he did paintings for. Putin, Steve Jobs, Selena. Oh, okay, thanks. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take, you know. Who the fuck is that in the background? Well, I, that's just because, I mean, I, no, I'll no, take no, any no. of them. Who's that, Tom Brokaw? Juan Putin? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm John Tesh. Thank you. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it looks almost like the 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 the, the, the Gaines, you know, the guy yeah, from uh, yeah, 30s, Police 30s Academy. Cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Hey, Cheyenne. The commandant. Yeah. The, the you know the adoptive dad from Punky Brewster. Yeah. Punky. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was George Gaines. Yeah. Punky. Oh, she be longer. I'm gonna start saying that for now. I was wondering if we could up the wow. Punky. Punky. Longer. It's about making it better. Oh okay. God, dude! Have you seen what Celia Moon Fry looks you like now? Write another one. We, you ask me that every six months. I well, I well, update. She's still hot. I'll do it as soon as I'm done with this customer. <laughs> oh, I'll take over. Oh wow! So you can get to it while it's fresh in your head. Yeah. What is? Yeah, um, I can't stand Michael Stite from REM. Okay, I can see that. I don't, I don't like his uh, voice because he looks like he's going through chemo every time you see him. No, I don't like his voice. I can see that. I've never, I've, I've, but I've never been a fan of REM. Eddie Vedder, I, I can't stand hearing his voice for very long either. From Pearl Jam, I, he's just got a voice that I do, I just don't care for. Um, Chris Cornell. I didn't like Chris Cornell until he became part of Audio Slave. That's the weird part. He just blended really well with Rage Against the Machine, but yet when he was uh, Soundgarden, I didn't care for any of that hey, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan. See, I'm not a fan of his. He's he's a great singer. Was. You know, huh, I didn't. But I don't. Anyway, I don't get it. Sure. His voice is not something that I I jibe with. Yeah, it was that was a weird thing when 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 found out that. Um, 
okay. that I know his name. Goddamn, when he left, when he when he got pretty much kicked out of Rage Against the Machine, Zach De La Rocha. Bedroom wise, and and then Chris Cornell comes in. I'm like, what the fuck is Chris Cornell gonna do with with Rage Against the Machine? And he's he's good. Like when okay, sure when. Great. When he was in Audio Slave oh. and stuff like that, I mean, they were just a monster band. Just twist him up but fast. Okay? I've, like a, like a I've never been a fan. Uh, pretend it's a jar of pickles. Tool. Won't open. The band Tool. Excuse Maynard. You. This is a no, I like. I like the band. I okay. don't like the band. Something you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the uh, Maynard James Keen is is a great singer, but it's, it has nothing to do with him. I just Tool and Garrett didn't just find a dog. Those types of they I, they're called progressive rock bands. Yeah. No, sir. Thank you. You're the real amazing musicians. It's very niche, but I just not into it. Maybe we all. I had a problem with Tool for a very long time because of the anti-Jesus, the anti-Christian stuff that was going on with it. Because at the time, I was very pro-Christian. And so every time there'd be a song that Tool would do where it's talking shit about Christianity, I'd be like, fuck you, Maynard. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, when I started paying attention to more shit learning, I'm like, oh, Tool's got a point. Junk out of a box? I mean, we could. I'll make tamales. Ooh, that sounds good. But I just, yeah, I'm not, I've never really been a big fan of Tool, even when I, 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 I change the way I look at things. I, I just, like, what was that once on Prison Sex? That line where he says, shit, blood, and come on my hands. It's just not for me. I, it's just too much. I just don't need to hear that shit. I'm feeling like $30 is a little low. Well, then why did you say it? Dick. I hate this whole episode. So all of us at corporate would like to... This whole episode sucks. Really fine work Really impressive. I'm just doing what I Yes, do. it does suck. That's, Plus, that's why we're talking about everything else other than this episode. This is such an awful freaking episode, Integrity Award. The, the forced hole Jonah goes with Amy to her parents' house. Why? Why don't they just hire movers? Because they now now he's met the parents. And and then you had the whole lame rescue dog thing. Shut up. You know what? I was actually, in my spare time, I was... Was going to start watching season three as a filler. Why? But because because of this episode. But because we keep we keep having to come back and redo episodes. I don't think I'm going to give away that shit. For the integrity award, not because I care, but You've already said it on some of them. We had to re we had to re reshoot some episodes because they just they just disappeared. It's a reshoot. They didn't just disappear. They got corrupted. They're on a hard drive that I can't recover right now. Wait, it's just weird coming from you because you've you've been always been yeah. like the taking all. The oh, guy. I can recover. You're the guy. I can recover. That's not a problem of recovering. <laughs> the problem is, is that oh, one, I have to recover two, it. Three, yeah. Hey, look, Aiden six. Quinn's still alive. Pictures Great. Of Scott Wolf. <laughs> Aiden Quinn and Aiden. Louis Sulfur. Yeah, we're the same guy. The nerd. They look I the same. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly Rufus Sewell. Yeah, yeah, Rufus Sewell. And I was on the debate team as well. I looked up so I, much I, shit I, trying to find out about the Lucifer thing, and I couldn't find anything. Um, I'd like what? Yeah, you know, his name spelled backwards is Probably. Lucifer. This was not Lucifer. Yeah, Rufus Sewell. Yeah. There's a darkness. I told you that. Yeah, I know. That's we why were I watching think. Dark City, and yeah, my buddy, my buddy Justin looks up the credits. He like he starts to laugh, and I'm like, "What?" He goes, "The guy's name is Lucifer backwards." And I looked at it, and I'm like, "Holy shit, you're right." Yeah. That's so stupid. 
You know, like, uh, did you know that Oprah Winfrey's uh, company is called uh, Harpo Productions, which is pretty much just Oprah spelled backwards? Yeah. I didn't know why it was called Harpo. And my mom had to point it out to me. I'm like, oh, fucking damn it. story here. Like, what is my dog in the snow? I thought it had a special meaning to it or something, and apparently it didn't mean shit. Oprah is just Harpo backwards. Yeah. But who's a Marx brother? <laughs> she was named after a Marx brother. Like I guess so. so you want Maybe I guess Okra was too much on the nose. What? You know, it's a it's a it's a southern thing, like a like a cheap food. You know, like chitlins. Was she been born in the south? I don't know. I'm just She's kinda, from fucking was, Chicago. I was, trying, I was trying to be a little racist. Should have went more Chicago racist. <laughs> Chicago, there is that. Is that no. You ducked the first one. There's another I don't know one. Exactly. Right. I don't know. Hun, would you like two or three tamales? What the hell are you doing with my daughter? Whoa, whoa. I'll kill you. No, 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 sir. No, not. It's not. I'm kidding. Look at him freaking out. Still hilarious, death. Your cousins are downstairs. Stephen's girlfriend is very loud. I told you. I'm going to the store to get some ice. No, Dad, we don't need ice. We need you to pack your stuff. This is never going to get done. Well, but she didn't even pack her own room. I know. Look at that. Isn't that weird? I've had to do that. Um, one of my first jobs, I, I, under the table, I, I was working for a moving company, and we had to go to Granite Bay, huge house, and I had to unpack. I had to pack up this girl's room, and she was an equestrian rider. I'm just saying. She had, and I'm not kidding you, hundreds of ribbons from all these events that she had she had ridden at, and they were always second, first, third place. Man, she had them. Right. So many of them. Right. I just remember I spent the whole day packing up just that room because she had so much shit in there. Get out of here. Okay, let's go. Oh, like that way? Oh, yeah. Did you light it on fire? Like nonstop Dr. Google impressions. Excuse me. I did so good, though. It got me my first job at Mazda Subaru. I got that job there because of that. That's all you need for a house. Three of them. Because the guy who owned the moving company, it was a brand new moving company, his girlfriend was the sales manager at Mazda, who my grandmother was watching her kids because my grandma did respite care for, you know, mentally challenged and stuff. And so she saw how good I worked and she's like, do you want a job as a lot porter? What's a lot porter? I'm going to let it slide. That's how I got the job at Mazda. Very cool. This award. Why do you assume that I? I got the job at Mazda because everybody thought I was Mark. I do a good <laughs> really? Yeah. I like flax. I got. I thought your dad got it for you. Are you no? Yeah, I got. <laughs> my dad was. Too. My dad left oh, Subaru at that point. Some yeah. strong feelings that I should be crying. That's weird. I also interviewed with my zipper down. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a Bill Silva ploy right there. Fresh coat of paint, advanced security system. That's, uh, that's exactly what happened. Then I was walking out of my car. I'm like, fuck, my zipper's down. I'm not kidding, dude. But they didn't pull the, you know, sell me this pen thing. Which is, you know, you take the pen, you go, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you some advice. Here, write this down. Right? And then and then the person's like, oh, I need a pen. Like, That's not great. I got a pen. It's going to cost you, though. So you go from there. Oh, I'm feeling the inches right now. I'm sorry. I just feel terrible. Bill Silva did the funniest thing I, I think I've ever seen a human being do. And I had to keep a straight face the entire time. We were talking to a guy... I'm crying. That was interviewing, I think, for a management position. And my nose is And we're on the showroom floor. And Bill Silva had this water balloon in his hand. And he had a little teeny hole poked in it. Everyone evacuate 
and he was holding it down at crotch level. Mm-hmm. And he was squirting the guy in the crotch with it while he was talking, having a full conversation with the guy, straight faced. And I'm watching him squirt this guy in the nuts without breaking a sweat. And I, I don't know how I had, I kept my shit together. Because it was so goddamn funny. He used to do that to to the sales guys. So you had to be careful. Where, so you had to keep your head on a swivel where Bill was at all times because <laughs> he would come he would come walking around like yeah. if you knew if you saw him doing something mm-hmm. you knew some shit was going down. Yep. So if he was out on if he was out on the deck, something was going to happen. Yeah. So he would go up to the new guys mostly. And he would pull the balloon trick. I I literally watched him do it to five guys in a row. And nobody wa- nobody paid attention. I mean, I I sat there and I and I watched, I watched him do that. Early dinner And and oh, it's fine. I. They were having conversations with everybody. Neil was standing right next to him, and he passed the balloon off to Neil. Yes. And it just kept going on down the line. It was it was so hilarious. And then of course you know taking the paper clip and tying a balloon to the paper clip and hooking them to belts. Did he ever show you where the horse bit him? What? No. <laughs> Fuck, he did to me. Son of a bitch. You want to see what a horse bit me? Yeah. No. God damn it, son of a bitch. Pulls down his pants. No, he he turns his he turns his so he has his back shoulder to me. Right. And when he shows me, he goes, "You want to see what a horse bit me?" And he points to his shoulder. Yeah. When you look at it, he uses his hand all the way down there to hit you in the nuts. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he got me with that one time. Yeah. He used to son of a bitch really loud from across the showroom, yell at Neil to cough it up. Cough it up, chompers. Okay, so who? Why would he do that? Because he wanted to. Dip. Dip. Oh. So he just yelled at Neil the coffin. He's like, coffin up, chompers. Dude, one time he berated a salesman because um, we had a uh, we had a salesman who, he was one of those people that grew facial hair really, really quickly, right? Yeah. And he didn't shave one day when he came in. Yeah. And so he looked scruffy as fuck. He comes in and Bill's like, he goes, I, I shave every goddamn day. You can get off your lazy fucking ass and do it too. And he was like serious. And it was hard to see Bill Silva be serious. Yeah. Because most of the time he was not. But he was pissed at this dude. Yeah. He got he got angry at me once, uh, but it was nothing. It was nothing. You know. Mm-hmm. It's basically a, like a focus type of thing. But um, Bill was Bill was in the sales office when. John and I, when I got called in, but when John and I got called in for putting Ivan in the parts cage. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and and Bill, we were sitting there and, and Hanson was just, he was just shaking his head. I'm sitting on Bill's side and Bill is looking at me and I'm looking at him and I'm answering, I'm answering Hanson and I, I can't remember what I was saying. Was, why, why did you put Ivan in the parts cage? Because I can't, you know. Because he let us. And then Bill turns and looks at I because he didn't believe that I went to the park cage. We had rolled him out, and I and I looked, and I was like, he's, he's at least he's greeting customers. And Bill turns and looks <laughs> out the window and fucking loses it because Ivan is leaning in the cage, like, you know, just leaning, mm-hmm. smoking. <laughs> like a monkey on display. And greeting customers as they walk in. Hi, how you guys doing? And it's raining out. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, we got to get him out of the rain, but I'm not going to um, give him a minute. <laughs> what, to compose himself? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted Jimmy Curtis in the cage. 
I was, I've told Jimmy, I was like, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you get in the fucking cage. That's how good the money was back then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not getting the fucking cage. Like, then tell Ivan to do it. And uh, Ivan, Ivan would always negotiate backwards. So <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, the uh, one gallon milk challenge. I, I remember the challenge. I don't remember it being done at the dealership. Yeah. The, that one was done at the dealership. So we had I, Ivan do it. So it started off with, it was at least $100. Yeah. And Ivan managed to negotiate backwards to f- five bucks on the whole thing. What the fuck? Yeah. He, he, was, he, was a master, he was a master negotiator backwards. Master backwards negotiator. Explains how he got walked all over in his relationships. So we we got milk for him, but he didn't want regular milk. He wanted chocolate milk. And you have to take him. If you're going to drink a gallon, now you have to do it in an hour. Yeah. And you have to be able to not barf it up for at least half an hour, right? No. Afterwards? No. If he did it in an hour, he did it in an hour. Okay. Doesn't, you know, it, 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 one second past the time allotted, he wins. And we, and we, had, we were going to give him 100 bucks. So... He chugs it real fast, and he gets down like a quarter of it. Now, the secret to doing milk in an hour is go slow yeah, because it curdles. So if you take it slow, by the time you're done with that hour, the milk isn't as bad curdling. Yeah, and also your body's absorbed some of the water. Yeah, but he decides that he's going to hammer it. So he hammers it. He drinks most of it in 50 minutes, and we all thought that he was going to do it. <laughs> and he puked at 55. I don't feel so good, man. I don't feel so good. And if you're going to boot, if you're going to spew, spew into this. Spew into this. Now, I'm not saying I could do it now because I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm close to lactose intolerant now since I haven't had. I would shit my brains out. I haven't had milk in two years. I mean, I still have some milk. I have like, I make homemade ranch. And it's got some Gross. canned milk and sour cream in it. I, yeah, I, I make it at home because I don't use any of the packet shit. Um, the flavor enhancer crap. So, but that's it. I think that's the extent of any dairy I have in my diet at all. Well, besides uh, cheese, I have um, like like sharp cheddar cheese. But um, otherwise, though, I don't drink milk. And so <laughs> that's the only dairy I have, except for the cheese and the milk that I put in my ranch and the milk that I put in my cereal. I don't. I don't eat cereal. In in the in the ice cream. No. <laughs> Smart ass. I just keep going down the line of all the fucking, and the other cheeses that I buy. And I don't, and I make sure I don't eat a lot of cheese, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, anyway, I know that in my heyday, when I used to eat a large bowl of ice cream every single day and stuff like that, I guarantee you I could have done the milk challenge. I guarantee fucking it. Because I, there was plenty of times where I would drink over half of a gallon in, in a sitting of just not, you know, just casual in my fat boy days. So... It's possible to do it, but you can't do it fast. Yeah. And you have to drink a gallon of it. Yeah. So you're not just sitting there drinking and then go out doing something else and whatever Because there's else. been plenty of times like when we go when we used to go to like... Well, he also got chocolate milk, which is a whole different fucking ball game. You got sugar. Well, extra sugar. The milk's already sugar itself, but yeah, you got the extra sugar. But... Um, no, well, it has nothing to do with the sugar. It has everything to do with the curdling. It's he, But he got chocolate milk, so you have chocolate... On top of the milk, mm-hmm. on top of whatever else, and more colorful vomit. Yeah, so it's yeah, impressive. But there was times where um, we go to a smorgasbord, and I, I'm pretty sure I drank almost a gallon of soda and shit like that. So I know soda's not milk, but I'm just saying that 
all the dairy I used to consume, I'm pretty sure I could do the bet. But yeah, the smart thing would not be to drink, try to drink the whole gallon in one shot. Yeah. So we used to get hornets at the dealership. Remember the hornets, the hornets nests? Yes. And they would, and so they would, um, in the, under uh, the speakers. Well, they would be up on, on the, on the column, like in the A or, uh, in the, in the little symbols up there. Yeah. I'd hit the fucker and then I'd run. And one day, cause we had, um, we had those pellet guns. So we were running around the dealership shooting people with pellet guns. <laughs> so we decided. So professional. Yeah. We decided that the best, the best form of, uh, taking out the hornets was to shoot them with the pellet guns. So we, we stood out there for half hour, 45 minutes shooting them. There's other stories. There's, there's the, uh, Hey, get up on the, get up on the fucking ladder while there's 40 mile an hour winds and go, and, and go, uh, Fix that tarp. <laughs> yeah, that's not a fucking OSHA. Yeah, I had to. I had to take a tarp down in in bad winds and rains when I had a stomachache from eating beef accidentally. Yeah, uh, from uh, Mel's Diner. I think that was the day that uh, I sold two cars. Ugh, it and sucked. I had to go out and help you. I had a stomachache for about three hours. It's not that I had to. I went out to help you because... It wasn't that day, but I'm pretty sure you probably did with one of them, but not that day, the day I had the stomach Well, game. that was the day one of the... I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was a salesperson or whatever, but they got the bright idea that they should get a ladder and and fix the tarp with the ladder during a fucking really bad rainstorm yeah. where the winds are 30 to 40 miles an hour. Yeah, if you're not going to, which you should always just take the tarp down, but if you're not, then you need to double ball it. Well, they didn't have a chance to. Yeah. The, the tarp got loose. <laughs> yeah, once it's loose, it's flapping yeah. around. Yeah, fuck You got it. the metal just rings go. in there that fuck you up, man. No, I'm good. It, yeah, that, that was that day. It was when Mel's Diner was doing the two ninety nine steak and eggs breakfast, yeah. and Kevin ordered me one. As long as I, you know, he goes, "You fly, I'll buy." Right. Right. So I go there and I say, "Put my steak in a separate container, so and I'll give my steak to someone else, right? Because I don't eat beef." Right. Well, they didn't. They put it right on top of everything else. So it's the the, the juice from it went into my potatoes, my eggs, everything, and uh, I don't know why. I just didn't eat it all. I think I was, I was hungry or whatever. I just used napkins to soak in the, the 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 beef blood that was on it. And then I ate my potatoes and shit like that and everything. And I had the worst stomach ache, dude. It was so bad. Yeah, because your enzyme, the enzymes aren't there. Yeah, I'm not used to eating that shit anymore, right? Yep. And I was already, at this time, I was already 15 years into. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was around 15 years into that shit or more, so. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Eight years into it. It doesn't matter. My, my, my timing is off. Yeah. So it was like 2003 it happened. So anyway, I learned once you, you can't go back to beef, <laughs> which I don't plan on. Yeah. Once you go, once you go back, you can never go black. Yeah. There you go. That's all I got. Is that all we got? Yep. Sure. You don't want to redo this episode again? Pretty sure. <laughs> if we have to redo this episode again, I ain't doing it again. Good night. <laughs>